0: I love tequila.
1: I do, too. It's
0: stupid how much I love tequila. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. You can catch up on all back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. You can engage with us on your social media at symbol Pod. And please make sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And just to make it easy to listen to, talk to your Alexa-enabled device and say, Alexa, play the Watch List with Patty and Bill podcast. And our latest episode will just pop right up. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? (sighs) I'm doing all right. Uh, Laura and I are ecstatic because we just had a deck finished. Oh, wonderful. Just in time for winter.
1: <laughs> Perfection.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's it, it. It was nobody else's fault except COVID.
1: Well, you yeah, know this. Yeah.
0: this deck was supposed to actually be done sometime in June.
1: Oh man.
0: And you know everything shut down and permits. Blah blah blah. Oh. But now Chewie is trying to get used to it. But he's getting used to it, so that's good. And in in this house, he kind of rules the roost anyway.
1: True, true that,
0: as I am sure Al Barkas does.
1: It's yeah, it's him down. Da- he rules downstairs, and Annie rules upstairs.
0: Mm, they have their their territory.
1: Yeah, because Annie hates Al Barkas. Hates him. Hates him. Hates him. So she stays upstairs. We got a gate to keep him from running up there and harassing her, because he will. He wants to be her friend very badly. She wants nothing to do with him. She wants him to go away. So when he's asleep, we'll open the gate, and then if she feels like it, she'll come down and sniff things out and yell at me to go upstairs to bed, because, you know, it's my turn!
0: You know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> well, here's to hope. Here's to hoping that uh dogs and cats can live together.
1: Oh, they totally can. Other people right. I know have dogs and cats that can. I do. Yeah, don't.
0: right? Yeah, I we do, do too. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, shout out to Terry and Matt. What's up Terry and Matt? Uh who actually suggested one of the things that we are going to review this week. And awesome. she's got she's got a dog and cats that live together just fine.
1: Well, my friend Jennifer has four dogs and about four cats who all live happily together.
0: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, shout out to Jennifer for yeah. That's being about very brave.
1: Seven animals too many in my life. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Oh, anywho. So be- before we jump into the meat of everything, I I got some backlash, actually, from Laura last time. Yeah. Uh Because she saw your description of how I slammed Supernatural.
1: I didn't (laughs) say you slammed it.
0: but, But there was something in it where she actually had she talked to me like don't you be slamming supernatural i said i didn't slam supernatural
1: you didn't you didn't slam as my me.
0: chicago comes out did you hear that my supernatural <laughs> my christ i oh my god i'm not even drunk on the tequila um oh. and i said babe i'm not slamming supernatural i just think that i'm along for the ride because i can't remember shit that happened on the show <laughs> well they had their last episode this past week the first hour was uh, a retrospective and then the last hour was actually a full-on episode and uh dave what's up dave um shout out to david uh he and i were texting after we watched it it was superbly acted were there a couple were there a couple of things that they could have done differently, like make the episode a little bit longer for some deeper character development and all that? Yes, absolutely. Um and apparently there's a lot of fan backlash, but oh. I think I think it is the best ending you could have given that show after it figuratively came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. It was only supposed to be five seasons, it went for 15. And now that it's and now that it's over. You know what? One of these days, I might actually go back and rewatch it.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I might go back and watch maybe key episodes.
0: Yeah, you know what? Is it high on my list? No, but at the same time, if it just happened to be on, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, We continue on with season four of The Crown, which is which is always superbly good for the royals who you you kind of wonder why do they exist again but uh, especially the episodes that we watch today are very good because now they're in the part that i and you and i live through like uh, eighties, okay. with princess diana and the falkland island war and all that other sort of stuff it's really good you should watch it and then mandalorian episode four for season two Which I had to have certain parts explained to me because now you're truly, truly, truly getting into the you have to watch Rebels, you have to know Clone Wars parts of it to really enhance what you're watching.
1: Okay. Because I watched that episode and I thought, oh, yeah, that's cool.
0: Yes, it's very cool. I
1: didn't miss anything, you know.
0: They're very careful to not make you have to watch all of that, but Mm -hmm. it would truly enhance it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You would geek out that much more if you knew what we were seeing. But does it take away from the story that they are telling this season? Absolutely not.
1: Did you see? There's a thing going around on the social medias from The Mandalorian. There's a screenshot. Where they're in that.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jean guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the jean guy. that You see his arm and his jeaned leg. So he's got a white t-shirt on and a jeaned leg. And a watch. Yes, and a watch. And he's kind of, that's all you see of him. He's like behind a a wall, but not well enough behind the wall. Stagehand guy in jeans. Yeah. (laughs)
0: did they ever and I haven't read about him recently do they know who that is
1: I have only seen the pictures because there's the one that's the screenshot where they've circled him and then they've got an ad for the t-shirt or something on some or like the listing for it on some really expensive website and then an action figure that it's just that slice of his body
0: (laughs) yes exactly
1: (laughs) that was hysterical
0: (sighs) (laughs) um and and i'm looking on it now according to comicbook.com mandalorian fans are already cosplaying jeans guy (laughs) (laughs) that's so
1: hard to do
0: oh my god (laughs) um apparently like you said it's just some random crew member yeah but it but it's hilarious because you would think that a big budget show like that and well they did it on game of thrones during its last a season coffee cup yeah well the coffee so cup, cup and yeah. then in the very last episode there was a water bottle
1: oh a okay. very
0: bad for the environment single use water bottle mm. by the way don't buy those people they're horrible for the environment but
1: get water in cans
0: get 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 yourself a reusable water thingy or
1: that too but cans are infinitely recyclable.
0: Yes, yes, they are. So definitely get yourself a, an aluminum can of water. If um, you must
1: need something single-use like that.
0: But they did that in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. And now they've done it in Mandalorian.
1: I wonder if they did it on purpose.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. You don't, th- uh, you
1: I, don't uh, think that something like that was just left in, like, it's here's a little fun Easter egg for... Fans to catch and no. talk about on um, no,
0: no because there's so much uh, so. I would think because Game... they're
1: so meticulous.
0: Well, they would right. caught
1: that. How many should have caught right. that?
0: So in the in Game of Thrones world, I don't think they caught it because there's so much going oh, on.
1: That yes, yeah, so that I can see.
0: And in last season of Game of Thrones, they just the two creators were already checked out. Because at that point, they were already starting to prep up because they were taking over the Star Wars universe. So they pieced out. And there's so much going on with everybody's costumes and everybody's lines and all that other sort of stuff. So you forget that an actress or an actor has their little coffee cup right there. And then the colors just kind of match the scene that's going on. So you don't catch it mm-hmm. in terms of the Mandalorian. I think all the Easter eggs that they purposely plant in there are way more okay. than random crew guy. I think random crew guy just happened to be in the shot. And because Carl Weathers, who directed, I think that episode, um, I think because he couldn't see it or somebody didn't see him or they were paying attention to him, <laughs> they they just missed him. Okay. But I think it is the stuff of legend because Mandalorian is just so damn good. So it's going to make me want to go back and watch to see if they actually erase him.
1: Mm, okay. Which
0: Which would be kind of fun or are they going to embrace it and leave him in there like they did with the... The helmet stormtrooper in the first Star Wars, banging his head, oh, yeah, going yeah, under yeah. the door. But anyway, so that's that's what we've caught up on. We did watch a couple. We did watch a few new things though.
1: Hmm.
0: So what did you watch? That's new.
1: There's a brand new Christmas special on Netflix, and it's called Jingle Jangle.
0: What's it about?
1: It's about Geronicus Jangle. He's an inventor, toy maker, and he's the owner of Jangles and Things, where he gets the final component in his latest invention, and he believes it's going to change his family, his family's life, and his life forever. And he he puts it in this doll. He's got an apprentice who's got this this thing that he's trying to invent as well, and he's and he just keeps trying to get Geronicus's attention, and Geronicus is too into his fabulous new invention that's like oh this is gonna change the world and so he steals everything his invention a book of invention ideas his invention and runs off and starts his own toy company and is the number one toy maker 11 years in a row and poor old geronicus has fallen on hard times and it's that whole story and it's a musical it's got singing and dancing. It stars Forrest Whitaker, Keegan-Michael Key, Hugh Bonneville, uh, Felicia Rashad, Ricky Martin is in it. John Legend is one of the producers and he has also he's one of the songwriters as well. It's very so- reminiscent of Greatest Showman, but I feel like it's better.
0: So Was that the whole plot?
1: Of, of oh, everything. I've left out a whole lot of good stuff in there.
0: Okay, good, because that's but a that's really depressing like, musical.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've, I've you know, set it up to where the bad stuff, there's the bad stuff, and then oh, okay.
0: all right. you get the where it, it,
1: it, a Christmas special, so you know it's uh, not ending a bad way. They always start like, oh, this is terrible, but, you know, it's Christmas time, so Christmas miracle, and all that, you know, and happy so fun songs, yes.
0: About how long is it?
1: 122 minutes.
0: Oh, that's not too shabby. So two <laughs> hours.
1: Yeah, it's not bad at all, and okay. it moves. It really has, is well paced. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on, a lot of action, and some fun, you know, song numbers and and. Uh, Forest Whitaker is really good. Oh, good. The little girl that's in it, she a journey jangle. She's really cute. Uh, Madeline Mills is her name. She's got a really good voice too.
0: Oh, that's awesome! So, and that's on Netflix. You said, right? That is
1: on Netflix, and it's oh, cool. very—you know—it's totally, it's very inclusive, which I think is amazing.
0: Well, and, it was and fun to watch it. You know, very important. Yes. Oh, good. I haven't started holiday movies yet.
1: You know, I was just sitting there, like, what else can I watch? Oh, I don't want to watch that. Oh, Dwight's asleep. Dwight was looking for something to watch, fell asleep with the remote in his hand without picking anything. So this. You know, on Netflix, when you stop on a thing, the stuff yep. starts up. I'm like, oh, god damn it! He couldn't even stay awake long enough to pick something.
0: <laughs> there needs to be a way to stop that.
1: <laughs> oh, seriously, I hate it if, so much.
0: If you log on to the thewatchlistpod.com and click on Contact Us or at the Watchlist Pod on your social media, and you know how to stop that, please tell us. That's annoying as shit. I, I anyway. hate
1: it. I hate it so much.
0: So, the one thing new that I watched, separate from you, is called Eater's Guide to the World. Mm-hmm. And it's narrated by Maya Rudolph. It's on Hulu. There are seven episodes. Each one is half an hour. Mm-hmm. And it's a very deliberately paced half an hour, too. So, that half an hour can kind of feel like 45 minutes or so. But it... it. Actually goes into finding the most unexpected, unexpected places and ways to eat and eat great meals and mixing and mingling with locals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so as an example, the very first episode not only takes you to different places for good stuff to eat, but talks about the stigma of dining alone. How we as a society have always, you know, just kind of said under our breath, table for one, please. And how that's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. it enables you to enjoy your food experience that much more. You don't have a lot to to do other than pay attention to the great food that you're eating. Yeah. So, yeah. so like I said, seven half-hour episodes on Hulu – Maya Rudolph is always funny and she injects her her humor into the narration too. It's actually really good. It made me hungry.
1: And what's the name one more time?
0: Eater's Guide to the World. That's on the Hulu.
1: The other new thing that I watched is a show called Blown Away. It is a competition show about glass blowing and they've got like 10 competitors trying to win the $60,000 prize, as well as uh, it's an, you also get an artist residency at the Corning Museum of Glass. That's the winner gets that. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and you watch them. You learn like you know, the different tools and the things, and they're making some really cool-looking shit. And then you've got the, the drama of, oh, no, it broke, or oh, no, it's got a big crack because they kept it out of the the glory hole they call it the glory hole Uh, the furnace Mm -hmm. you know too long and then they put these chilled glass into the hot furnace and it breaks or it cracks or oof man
0: have you ever have you ever been to Ireland
1: no but I've been to Venice where they blow glass
0: so you have seen glass being blown you went to a glass factory Mm -hmm. we had a similar experience in Ireland at the Waterford Crystal
1: Ooh, that's fancy
0: fucking stunning but the the most interesting thing was to see the glass workers I mean literally they're they're working there and they put a big glass you know plexiglass window so that they can be gawked at like animals in a zoo
1: Yeah,
0: but (laughs) they were making the people's choice award the year that we went or the time that we went so I actually have a picture of my thinner self holding a the two pieces before they are fused together of a People's Choice Award. Neat. And then, in, and I don't know, did they do this on your tour? You got to break crystal?
1: No. It was like a classroom sort of setup. We went into a room, there were risers. We sat down, and the guy talked about how he does it and showed us how he made things. And Neat. yeah, that's what we got to see. We weren't actually in a factory. We went into. A shop, and then the back of the shop is where they do, like, they talk about the glass blowing.
0: That's what we did. The beginning of the tour was the shop, and then they take you back to the actual factory part. Mm-hmm. And part of it is okay, now go smash things. That would so be you cool. get to <laughs> So you get to pick up imperfections, bowls, vases, the whole Ooh. bit, and they have a gigantic, um, not tub, but a but a compartment with a big hole in it so that you can safely smash all this glass cool. and it doesn't bounce up and cut you. And it's fun as shit. And then yeah. they dump you off in yield gift shoppy so that you can buy said waterfakers. Well, duh. Yeah. So where <laughs> is that movie again? Or where's that show?
1: New show on Netflix called Blown Away.
0: Cool. I will check that out. It was fun. So the next thing, so we mentioned Terry before. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Terry Who better be listening to this episode Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And she suggested to you And then you suggested to me That we watch a show Called We Are The Champions Yes And it is also on Netflix It is six episodes And it's about being the best Or being the champion At things people Don't know anything about
1: Mm -hmm.
0: in general and the first episode is about chasing a cheese wheel down a hill
1: yeah i think it was in germany uh,
0: i think it was in the in in the uk
1: oh okay
0: cheese rolling yes in the farmlands of england oh okay and it's the steepest hill it's they do a really cool camera trick with a drone where you actually see it from up on up high. And then as the drone comes down, you actually see how steep this hill is. It's 45 degrees.
1: Yeah, man.
0: And you're chasing this wheel of cheese that can go upwards of 80 miles an hour. And people literally fall over themselves mm-hmm. to be named the winner of this. But the next episode is about eating the hottest peppers in the world. And I'm not even just talking ghost cool. peppers. Those not are the two
1: episodes noise. I saw. And I, yeah, the the dude, oh, dude, seriously. And Dwight kept asking me, so would you do it? And I'm like, for $1,000? That's the prize, $1,000? Right, I wouldn't right? Eat that. No, there's no way. And he's like, well, how much would you, would it take for you to eat that? And I'm like, I wouldn't eat that for any amount of anything because- No, I'm not stupid.
0: Well and I well
1: I I am so green peppers, you know, the green peppers, just regular salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are hot to me. That is how that is how much of a lightweight with spicy hot that I am.
0: Really? Well then I can't cook for you then because Laura and I love spice.
1: I do not want anything spicy. I no, there's no point in that.
0: There was one time. I made a dish and you actually use, um, ha, um, Oh, what's, what's the name of the damn, what's the name of the damn thing? N- not a poblano. It's, um,
1: Serrano, fuck, ghost pepper.
0: Uh, no, we don't, I don't ever fucking cook. Chili
1: pepper. pepper. Uh,
0: no, it's a, um, anyway, that's not important, okay. but there was one time that I actually made it so hot. We couldn't really enjoy it. Oh my God. Because there's a difference between having something have heat to it and it being scalding hot and taking away from the taste of it., yes. and we bit into it and i I had just made it way too hot that time. But imagine that a million times hotter oh my God. because as you learn in that episode, the ghost pepper that we all think is the hottest shit in the world. It is not is not and there's this one grower of peppers in the United States that has crossbred the hottest peppers in the world that are so hot they haven't even been rated
1: and he's in South Carolina isn't he
0: yes, I remember there's some
1: called, sort of special South Carolina yes pepper.
0: it's called the carolina reaper yes and the carolina reaper is over. They have this scale, and I forgot what it, what the fuck it's called. But it put it makes the ghost pepper look like a fucking potato chip. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just and these anyway. Watch it.
1: Yeah, and they get it, a bunch it, it, of it, famous, like, famous, well known pepper eaters, and yes. then they have a couple of like like dark horses that are in there that yes. nobody's ever heard of. Like I but these think people they heard train of for that. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were training people, for this shit, and I'm like, nope, not happening. And there's
0: this one machine who actually kind of reminded me of a very scary Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> but watch that episode, and and oh my god, it, it's very interesting to see the different things going on in the world where you can become a champion of something other than a. Sp- like a sport, like baseball or basketball or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we are the things. champions. We are the champions. Netflix six episodes. And then the other thing that you and I both watched was the reboot of Animaniacs. Yeah,
1: that was kind of fun. I yeah, I turned so it on long for fun. since I've seen any Animaniacs ever, and they've they they also have rebooted Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. Which is which was also lots of fun for me to see and see that they're brand new. Like they are brand new, even though they look and sound like the original.
0: Although I did have to go back and check to make sure that the voice of Brain was the same voice. He
1: sounds the same. Is he the same? Because I he didn't is look to see guy. if they are the same exact voices or not. I didn't.
0: He's the same guy. He's just a little bit older. Okay. Obviously. But well, yeah. yeah. I had to look that up because I remember being more amused by the voice before, hmm. but they. But in the very first episode, they talk about in a very meta way reboots yeah. mm-hmm. and how you know a lot of shows reboot themselves to bring themselves now make more money and all that other sort of shit and how they're widescreen now and <laughs> and all of that oh, and they were
1: meta though way back
0: though way still, but well, yeah way back. Know? So is it fun? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's the same exactly what you missed. Really?
0: Yes. But now it's on Hulu mm-hmm. and and it is this first season of it is 13 episodes.
1: Oh wow. Okay.
0: I could only get through one though because I have a low tolerance for that kind of wacky.
1: <laughs> I watched two or th- two maybe three of them before I had yeah. to go do do things that you do in life
0: yeah yeah like adult stuff
1: yeah like adulting and yeah yeah
0: yeah so i watched it and i was like okay it's amusing yeah. i'm not uh, you know that show was actually out in the 90s when i was more of an adult like early 20s yeah
1: where you're still that borderline between adult and not this, yeah. this these episodes at least the ones i saw are Definitely geared towards those people. They are exactly. not aimed at children at all.
0: Exactly. So if you were a fan of Pinky and the Brain and Animaniacs back in '93 or whenever the hell it aired, this show <laughs> is definitely aimed at you.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yep. All right.
0: So I got news. 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 So after our wonderful news theme, thank mm-hmm. you very much news theme. So thanks to David, I've got two big, big well, one is huge, uh, and the other one is just a it's very interesting
1: mm. piece of news.
0: Which one do you want first?
1: Uh, whatever you really want to be like, oh I hope you hear this, you know.
0: All, all right, then I'll start with the, I'll start with the the still big news, but but not as big big.
1: Okay.
0: Black Panther 2 is going to start filming in July of 2021. Mm. In Atlanta, and they've gotten back you know most of the cast of the first one, and they signed on a new villain, but they're still in in trying to figure out what to do because Chadwick Boseman passed away.
1: Yeah.
0: And people are still calling for the the character of Shuri to take over being Black Panther like she did in the comic books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they should. Now, we've got seven months before they start filming. And, of course, Kevin Feige, who controls that entire universe, Mm -hmm. is going to be very coy about what's going on. Oh, yeah. That would be dope as shit to actually have another female lead pick up the mantle of Black Panther.
1: And a black female lead.
0: And a black female lead. Absolutely. Fucking loobly. So that's interesting. We will keep our weather eye on that. But the biggest news this
1: what week. What is it? What is it? What is it? Oh.
0: <gasps> Coming to America. Coming the number two in America, the sequel to Coming to America, the Eddie Murphy movie, is going to be released on Amazon Prime on March the 5th. Really? Yep. Nice. So we keep talking about all these movies and how they release. And I actually went to the box office mojos and I said, I want to see what the number one movie was last weekend. It was number one because it made $3.6 million at the box office. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That was number one.
1: What, What was it?
0: Uh, Fuck if I remember, because um, all of the, and and let's face it, all of these are actually kind of B tiered movies. Yeah, these are the counter these are the counter programming movies that would go up against the blockbusters, so that older people would have something to watch or younger people would have something to watch. So there's this huge thing about: are you going to just stream this movie? So Paramount made the decision through Amazon Prime to release Coming to America in March for people who subscribe to Amazon Prime.
1: Hmm. Did you see, or did we mention, and I missed it, that nine, the Wonder Woman 1984, it'll be on HBO Max on Christmas Day?
0: Yes, we did. We mentioned that last episode. How
1: did I miss that?
0: Um, because I was talking to your evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't but, yep, she sure is. Okay. And I think that's smart as shit because. Yeah. So, Warner Brothers made that decision. Paramount made that decision. And I'll bet you, depending on how well Wonder Woman does, because let's face it, Wonder Woman is probably the hotter property than uh, coming to America oh, at this point. Yes. Not a slight to Eddie Murphy at all. Not a slight to that but that movie came out in 1988.
1: I didn't even know they were making a coming to America.
0: Like, a part a 2. Part
1: 2, yeah. Oh, I'm kind I of no excited idea they were about making it. it. And that came out when I the when I was working at a movie theater. So I got really? to walk into the theater on my break and watch the same scene over and
0: over and over and over. And it and wasn't that the way when when I worked at a movie theater too, it would ju- when we did our theater checks back when ushers did do theater checks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you just happen to come in on the same goddamn scene. Yep, every time, every single time, and it was annoying. Like I want to watch a different part of this movie. Yeah. But yes, I have I've known for quite a while that they were making a coming to America sequel, and it's going to be huge because Eddie Murphy is enjoying something of a of a deserved resurgence in his career because yeah. he's not making shit like Pluto Nash anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just find it really, really interesting that they've just said, you know what? Screw it. Amazon prime. It is.
1: Yeah. That's but pretty cool.
0: I think, I think Disney is waiting to see how well wonder woman does. Mm-hmm. And that will determine when we get Black Widow. That will determine when we get all that shit. Yeah, okay. Because if they go the route of Mulan, which I will remind everybody, is still... Can you do Mulan yet on Disney Plus
1: Are you asking me? I already. Yes,
0: I am. I already. Well, I. Yeah, we already watched it because we already paid for it. Mm -hmm. But aren't we still in that pay window where only we can watch it? Or can regular people who subscribe to Disney Plus watch it? Well, anyway. No idea. I think that was a large enough window that made the $30 worth it, is my point. Okay. So if Disney did that again with Black Widow, I would totally be on board.
1: Yeah, no, not really.
0: So look for that, people coming in a uh, Wonder Woman coming in December and coming to America the sequel to Coming to America in March on Amazon Prime.
1: All right. Yep.
0: That's all I got this week.
1: Yeah, and I, I got nothing else.
0: Sweet. So, there ends another episode of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Do me a favor, log on to the watchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button. Let us know if movies like Wonder Woman 1984 or Wonder Woman, yeah, Wonder Woman 1984 or Coming to America would actually move your needle to actually consume more at home, now that these are really big blockbuster movies making their way to your house. I mean, Bill and Ted was actually probably the biggest besides Trolls so far. No, Mulan. But but does that move the needle for you? Yeah. And would you rent a movie theater, if you could stream anything that you wanted, literally anything, anything you wanted, would you rent it even if you owned it at home? Let us know. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. You can also catch up with our back episodes at thewatchlistpod.com. Engage with us on your social media at symbol thewatchlistpod. And make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And there you go. There's a show. It's in the bag, as they say. It's in the can. Yeah,
1: I thought it was in the can.
0: It's in the can. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a lag I know. It?
1: Really? <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, yeah. all right. Uh-huh. Yeah, cool.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Please be safe. As this episode hits, we are going into Thanksgiving week. Yes. If you feel compelled to go be with your family and your friends, mask up. Don't be stupid. Please don't be stupid. Don't let your guard down. Be safe. Enjoy your family time. And um, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And And we will talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.